0: Another episode. Welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host Joshua Smith. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Wednesday afternoon. Uh, thank you guys for coming back time and time again. We got an absolutely base show tonight. I'm very excited. But of course, we're going to start off with some sponsors. Uh, let me get the let me get it going here. Let me see what's going on. Sorry. I'm having some some uh, video issues here. Uh, of course, we have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the Taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. And TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend, where you can get this awesome, uh, here, let me move the mic. You can get this awesome Dark Camo Custom Break the Cycle Sunset hoodie uh, with the awesome synthwave logo design and you can use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Of course uh, you can also um, join the Patreon or the Discord or the uh, join under the the video here to become a member of the Google uh, and you can get into a Discord chat where Top Lobster Drops Awesome Designs two weeks before they go to general population at a deep 30% discount. He just dropped a really great, uh, free Ross shirt that I have to get soon. So hopefully guys will go check that out and executive producer of the show anthemplanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out, see what they can do today for your business, your home or your personal life. Uh, I am having problems, Ryan, for some reason with your, uh, your screen. I don't know if you know that. Um, yeah, but, uh, well, it's showing my screen instead of your video, and I'm not sure why. Uh, sorry, guys. Having some audio or some vi- some video issues here. But anyways, uh, our guest tonight is Ultra-Based, banned from every... There you go. R- R- <laughs> yeah, Rump. Say Ron Paul three times. I'll fix any uh, video issue. Uh, but he-, he is one of the most based people to not be on any social media because he continues to get banned for saying the truth. He is the host of the ANC Report. He is... Mr. Ryan Dawson, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing well, and I hope you're having a good Wednesday afternoon. But it's Thursday here.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you are somewhere completely different.
1: It's Thursday for the j- majority of people in the world.
0: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think about it, it? That international dateline, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Asia's got the most people,
0: right? So it's true. It's true. Uh, I I live in Iowa. Uh, very right very, on. Very few Asians here.
1: Part of the diagonal line. Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: barely, right? Just barely cuts it just off. Just
1: barely. I don't know. We bring them in. Y'all are, you're kind of like a border state. We love, we love, <laughs> we love corn and ranch dressing, man. We're, we're good to go. You know, yeah. Culturally, you're there. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> so, man, you know, uh we talked a little bit about this before, prior to the, uh, to, to us starting the stream, but I've never really heard your story about, right. I mean, your journey to where you are today. You know, you're, you're definitely a radical. Uh, you definitely say things that, that, that people love to twist up and, and change. But how did you get to, to the Brian Dawson we know today?
1: It's been a long game of whack-a-mole. I mean, I know in the last few years, a lot of people have been getting censored on um, social media, but the Internet didn't even start with social media. You know, we had uh, America Online and things like that. And I got banned on those, too. I got kicked off AOL Hometown. and the way they did it is some guy made a screen name that was like one number different from mine like i think mine was something something and it ended in seven so he made something something eight something something six something something nine like that he just kept making new names and spurging out on people and getting banned and so my name got caught up with that like oh he must made this too And they erased my AOL account, which erased my AOL web pages. And I had a huge anti-war website and uh, had a lot of Native American issues on there. I explained, like, each grievance with the BIA and stuff for everybody. And all that got erased. And then, you know, eventually I moved over to MySpace. I got banned off of MySpace in 2005. And we actually started the group 9-11 Truth. And we only had, like, 700 members when I got banned. And then this other guy took over called Tyler Vincent, and they ran with it. But because I wasn't allowed on, it got kookified. And then Alex Jones started saying it, and we are changed, something. They just took it over and, you know, turned it into (laughs) nonsense. Yeah, (laughs) what it is today. (laughs) Just yelling about building seven or whatever. Yeah. And so uh, I got kicked off that. But I was, there was a guy named Robert Larson. He worked for KUCI in Urbantown, California at a radio show. And he had noticed me on MySpace and in that group saying things about September 11th that nobody was saying. Not just, oh, we're filling the footprint, no building, building fire, you know, all the Jonestown stuff. I was getting deep into how the hijackers were financed and the Israeli celebrations and all that stuff. And so that was my first radio show. And it was very exciting it's like oh I was just posting stuff on the internet and now I'm on a, a radio show and radio was a bigger deal then than it is now because there were no podcasts or none of that there was no YouTube there was not so being on the radio was a big deal and I remember doing a show we t- we talked about anthrax on just the, just the anthrax part of 9/11 for a while and then I was on that show again about uh the erroneous Weapons of mass destruction about Iraq and things, and which I had done. I had done that as a college student. I was in college during 2003. And so, in the run up to the war in Iraq, I was just losing my shit saying they're lying. If they had any evidence of WMDs, they'd show us. But there isn't any. It's all accusations that Iraq's being put in a position of proven negative. And I had already seen the Israelis pushing for war in Iraq since the 90s. With the clean break papers, and I was well aware of PNAC back then, and I knew a lot of the neocons back then. And uh, I knew about the Office of Special Plans, even thanks to guys like Justin Romando who were writing about it, you know, and Mike Rivera was another OG guy. Then, and that's the guy, Mike Rivera, who really elevated my status because I, when I made a September 11th film called Board by Deception, he put it on his website and then i started doing radio interviews with mike rivero and he was huge in the early 2000s he was like after jones it was mike rivero baby or it was like rents and rivero and jones jones ended up kicking mike off his show and getting him removed from gcn because mike rivero would talk about the israelis right. and alex as compromised as he is just won't go there sure sure he, he A lot did every are afraid. He's not just afraid. He he just, I think he's compromised. I mean, he ended up marrying his masseuse, and he's looking at tea girl porn online. Like, that guy's got no impulse control, and they honey-trapped him. That's my opinion. But, I mean, for whatever it is, he's either a coward or he's blackmailed or both. Because he, you know he knows better. Like, he had Donald Trump on his show talking about the dancing is uh, Arabs, <laughs> sure. but they're really dancing Israelis. And we all know that Jones knows that. And not only did he not correct him on that, he went along with the dancing Arabs crap. So I was like, okay, Alex, why don't you just scream, I've been compromised or sure. whatever. But, well, he's on banned off uh,
0: video now, so he can basically say whatever he wants to. Right?
1: He's still not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, he know like, he can say, oh, well, it's for the money or what. I, I don't care why. The result's the same. Right? And it's like, well, you could let Mike do it or someone else on your show do it, but he had them all removed too. True. And that was just low. And so um, I'm friends with Mike Rivero or what? Like, I've met him in person and um, I met him in Hawaii one time, but I met his wife too. She's awesome. Claire's awesome. She knows a lot, all this stuff too. And uh, Mike. Is Would all periodically link to my forum. I had a forum from about 2005. This is like after I got kicked off AOL or everything. From about 2005 to 2015. That's where it was at. And that got destroyed by like bots. Came All the PPHB stuff got destroyed. And I swear to God, I think Facebook went around and did it. Because the old blogosphere was these forums. Everybody's sure. writing on forums and stuff. And then they slowly started migrating over to MySpace and Facebook. But during the MySpace era, you had both. You'd have a MySpace page, and it kind of was like Instagram. It got took over by the attention whores and look at me stuff. And then it was like music and whatever. So people went back on the forums. Then these bots went around and destroyed the forums. So people went to Facebook. And early Facebook did not ban everybody. But the I swear, and the reason that Facebook defeated MySpace was video games. They had Mafia Wars and Farmville. Yep. And like, if you were someone's friend on Facebook, you could like tinker around with their farm or whatever. And like, it was like, well, it's, it was, this is the war. They had these little niche video games, and they get the gamers over and stuff. And like, uh, they were like boomer games too.
0: Oh, big time! And they posted on yeah. your your profile all the time. And, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Oh yeah and and Facebook became the thing and whatever and was like oh this is younger cuz they went after colleges and something something but you it was a weird thing cuz you saw MySpace was like the fourth it was like Google Yahoo something MySpace they were the biggest thing on the internet and it went from the top to practically nothing right just like that and the same thing's going to happen to Facebook like Facebook's got billion users or something but the way MySpace also engaged in censorship, right? Facebook, who the hell has not had a 30-day ban on Facebook, (laughs) right? You probably aren't saying anything of value if you have it. (laughs) Right. It's like anybody that that does politics that's not a radical leftist, which is basically everybody in real life, has been banned for a week to 30 days on Facebook. True. And I was getting cyclical bans because when when the ADL and stuff took over – they start banning you for retroactively. So I was like, "Well, all those posts going back twelve, fifteen years, or whatever. I, they're just this one, this one, this one." So I can't, I couldn't even erase my page because I couldn't even log in. It's like you're banned, you're banned, you're banned, you're banned. Now I'm perma banned. But that place was just useless, and I think VK is what's going to replace it. They have half a billion users already, oh, wow. and it's just like some rich Russian guy made a. Basically, made another Facebook. It's like, yeah, I just use this and we're not going to censor. Sure. Right. So, uh, and then around 2006 is when YouTube came out. But at the time, they could only do 10 minute videos and there weren't a lot of people on YouTube. Google Video was more popular. And, uh, you could also post short videos like on MySpace and stuff and just host it on FTP or whatever. Um, But I did start using it, and that YouTube channel grew really popular, and I got kicked off YouTube December 2008. Uh, And all my videos and stuff were erased, and I had, uh, had another channel. I had created two YouTube channels in the beginning. I was like, oh, I don't like this name, but I didn't know how to delete it, so I just started a new one. So they're like, you can't create new channels. I'm like, luckily, I already have one I made the same day I made the first one. So I just started using that one. And uh, and then that one got banned and then returned and then banned and then returned and then banned for good. Um, And they erased like 900 videos. Like in 2019, they made a rule of like, you can't offend anybody for any reason. They just went and started. They wouldn't erase your channel, but they just erased all the videos that were offensive, which is like all my videos. <laughs> yeah. Because all I did is politics. Right. Like I didn't have any videos on anything else, <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they just anything that anything they do in the Middle East they erase, uh, anything anti-war, anything like that. So kicked off that was kicked off PayPal in 2014, kicked off PayPal again in 2018 or 19. It was like November of 2018. Kicked my wife's PayPal off. Got kicked off Stream Elements, Streamlabs, Gumroad. Vimeo I had six years worth of videos on Vimeo and a very successful month in September October because I made September 11th films true and they just took all my money they took like six thousand dollars and they prevented my ability to sell films and we were doing Syria updates and Palestine updates and I had employees so they lost their money too and People who had already bought films couldn't watch them because Vimeo just erased the whole channel out of the blue. So some activist was like, this is anti-Semitic. I'm like, it doesn't even mention that ethnic group or word the whole time. I'm mentioning neocons and never pointed out that 90-something percent of them are Jewish or whatever. So I didn't think it mattered. I was like, yeah, sure, 90% of, that's like saying, yeah, well, like 90% of rapists are male. But ninety nine point nine 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 percent of males are not rapists, right? You know, it's you can't if you don't understand like the subset of a category and how that's not reversible. You're just dumb, you know. <laughs> like that's the way leftists tend to view things in categories like biological teleology and stuff. They're just like the alt right. I mean, they they think they give prescriptions to. You know, how you're supposed to, what, what acting black is like and what acting white is like and what acting like you have a a role to play. A woman is like, like this and a man's like this. And so if I feel like a woman's supposed to be, then I'm supposed to be a girl. It's like, no, you're just a, a feminine guy. True. And that's okay. It's like, no, no, you're supposed to be a woman. I'm like, do you not understand how prejudiced you're being? You're saying men are supposed to act like this, women are supposed to act like this. I like, to, like, call you it, can't I like just to
0: call it, I like to
1: call it a, what is it? Uh, Admission through projection, right? Yeah, it's like if so. Let's say a black person is doesn't speak Ebonics. This is this is their stereotype, not mine. They're very articulate and basically like you know acting "quote unquote" white. You know they transracial. You know what I mean? But this is the kind of crap they say. Like if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Right. That was Joe Biden. He literally said that. What the hell? What what's the black way of thinking? What the fuck are you talking about? Anybody yeah, they're can they're think the racist. They want. They're, they're the racist. Yeah, they I've are. said that they're, repeatedly over and over. And over I don't. Know, they're they're prejudiced for sure. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they're racist.
0: They are. I mean, but the, and it's always it's always some like up like upper middle class to upper class like like well off well to do rich liberal or whatever that's like that's like oh uh, you're because actually, that's you know, the only
1: kind of person that could possibly be that isolated and that's the only way to be that dumb right. is to be that isolated. Right. Yeah,
0: they're the same people that are pushing for gun control when when they've never had to live in a rough neighborhood. You know what I mean? They, oh,
1: they want yeah, they have like a gated community with guards and guns. I mean the people pushing for gun control built a wall around the Capitol with armed guards <laughs> and barbed wire and the rest of it, you know? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. They want walls and guns because they know it works. I mean you would the obviously the better thing to do is to fix the conditions that that lead to that so you don't have to get to the point of walling yourself up or whatever but yeah whatever that would take we didn't have would take learning a lesson though well yeah that would take (laughs) (laughs) the left is in love with what sounds good rather than what works right you know and they realized the right does this too i mean they realize they can essentially by votes i mean once the public realized it could vote itself money that was the end of democracy and they pandered to different demographic groups promising wealth transfers and so whole blocks of people all vote for a certain party like there's no way 95 percent or 90 percent of blacks vote democrat because they all agree with liberal principles whatever it's like no they're promising me free stuff right and that happened. to Latinos used to vote Republican because they're more religious and Catholic and conservative, and that's what they believe. But the moment they're like, "We'll give you freebies," and then, and at least in California stuff, they flip to the other team. It's like you can't just buy groups, but they do. Sure. It's, you're We're not. Groups. That's not the government is not supposed to be in the business of redistributing wealth. That's socialism. Right but it does
0: and then they they, well the the thing is is i I was talking about this i was on a a show earlier with chase geyser who's really great um and uh we were talking about how you know the democrats especially uh they run on all these issues defunding the police sometimes anti-war stuff but they never govern that way not even it's not even close right um and it's not even
1: anti-war they're like We voted against the war in Iraq because we thought it should have been multilateral instead of unilateral. (laughs) Right, right. You know that was John Kerry's position and Sanders and stuff. The Sanders supported the Iraq War under Clinton when he bombed radar and stuff and wanted and authorized the '98 uh, War Act against Iraq, although it just it Clinton actually is the one that said no. But and he supported all Obama's wars in Libya and Syria and so they all they're not anti-war. There's a few individuals like. Dennis Kucinich and Tulsi Gabbard and like four other people that are actually anti war on the left. And the same with the right. There's like Thomas Massey and there used to be Walter Jones and a few guys that were actually anti war. Everyone else is sold on the MIC. Right. All of them.
0: Especially the Democrats. I mean the Democrats are they're the MIC's like well, in their yeah,
1: especially mm-hmm. they they started World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, Vietnam, like all the major theaters of war for Democrats. Right. But, uh, and they did Libya and Syria, and you know, <laughs> the Libya thing is so
0: I'm not as versed on the Libya Lib- the Libya thing as others. I mean, was there truth to the fact that uh, you know they were like told Muammar Gaddafi like you're going to join the central bl- banking or you're we're going to take it over? I mean, do you do you know?
1: No, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That that whole thread about the gold dinar and Libya didn't have a central bank fits with the trope of like. I, I'm against central banks and fractional reserve banking and I was a I was an OG anti-fed person way before Ron Paul and Bill still and you know what people that became like an internet fad like oh did you know Rothschild's brr, brr, and oh we're only invading countries that don't have central banks like a they have a central bank uh, and all these places do actually it it went out it was like meme culture like look Iran and Syria and all these don't have a central bank I, yeah they do what are you talking about? Sure. The, the gold dinar is crap. Well, the re- reason they went into Libya is because Egypt had had a revolution, reopened the Suez Canal, which allowed Libya to trade oil directly to China without going through the Israeli middleman. Sure. And all prior to that, you can look at the Ashlat pipeline that, ironically, Iran and Israel built together prior to 79. You know, when, when uh, from Operation Ajax until the revolution of 79, Iran was a client state of the United States. And so they, during that time, they built a pipeline with Israel so that you could bring oil down from the pipelines that go from Azerbaijan to Turkey. They go on a boat, they go to Israel, they slide through Israel rather than Egypt, and they go to the Red Sea. And once you're in the Red Sea, you're in the Maritime Silk Road and you can deliver that to India, China, Japan, Korea, whatever. So it's very key who controls that pass. And there's only two options, Israel or Egypt. And so politically, they'd paid off Mubarak, and they would not allow Iranian ships to go up, and they wouldn't allow Libyan ships to go down. And there were no pipelines going across Africa. And you can notice all the countries, like there's all these little breakaway countries hugging the Red Sea, where sure. tree or beauty and stuff. And the same thing with the Strait of Hormuz you got Qatar, Kuwait, Bahrain, and a little bit of Saudi Arabia. All these little fiefdoms mm-hmm. pop up just because of that uh maritime silk road trade but there ended up being another revolution in egypt like three in a row right where they finally went and reclosed it but there was a window and gaddafi made these like 22 billion dollars worth of oil contracts with the chinese and the it's not so much of who he's selling it to it's who he's not selling it to because he told the europeans to blow his ass and um France and Italy, and they, they were like, oh yeah, nah." uh So they just went and replaced them. and handed the country over to Al-Qaeda. And uh, it's like, knowing all that's complicated, and you have to know about history and economics. But trying to explain all that to the people, are going, nah, it's the gold dinar. <laughs> right, right. They've been talking about that for 40 years. I mean, they said the same thing about Iraq. They're like, oh, Saddam Hussein was going to leave the petrodollar and start basing oil on euros. I'm like, cool story, bro. We invaded Iraq before the euro existed. I right. mean, of course, Q, before the U- European Union existed. And there was no euro. And we had Gulf War One, And Saddam was already, we already had the oil. It's called the Oil for Food Program. And you know how much oil Iraq sold to China before 2003? None. Do you know what happened after the war? They became the largest importer. Is that good for the United States? No. Fuck no. no. Does it matter what what it's based in? And the petrodollars crap too. Like we're always begging the Chinese to stop buying reserves, right? Because right? It, it that whole thing. They're just it became. They're like, Do you have you read ec- Economic Hitman from John Perkins? I'm like, yes. It's a thing, and it's like these popular radio hosts can say petrodollar, gold dinar, or whatever. And uh, unfortunately, Rivera was on that train. And that's just it. Because they're like, oh, yeah, I hate central banks. That fits my worldview. And the facts and reality don't matter. It just sounds good. It's like, oh, yeah, central banks are bad. I bet he was going against those. That's why they got Gaddafi. Sure. It's like, no, it's not. There's very specific. Well, like, why not get him 40 years ago or whatever? I mean, why is it right after the Egyptian revolution when he's got direct oil routes and he, that circumvent the Israelis? Right. Everything we do in the Middle East is because of the Israelis. Okay. The reason we went to war in Iraq clearly was based on weapons of mass destruction, was the myth, but the reason was for Israeli interests. And the people who lied about Iraq were all Zionist neocons. Right. It wasn't Exxon or BP or whatever doing that. And, and, BP's not American, they're not gonna be, they're not gonna want America taking over Iraq when they get pushed out, you know? <laughs> the oil companies actually opposed the war in Iraq. They're like, we got a good thing going here. Oil for <laughs> food program, what the hell? Uh, no, they went into Iraq because he was supporting Palestinians.
0: Sure.
1: And they said we gotta get rid of Saddam Hussein to Scud missiles can reach Israel. Like our we're being threatened here. So remember we had the Patriot missile system out there, right. the whole first Gulf War. They're saying, oh, we're going in because they're attacking Kuwait or whatever. And I remember I'm in like fourth or fifth grade thinking, why are they firing missiles at Israel? Like, why? Israel's not doing any of this. Why are they shooting at them? There's something going on. We're not being told. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you can read their own policy papers from Oded Yanan, Richard Pearl, and Worms are clean break strategy. I like it's get rid of Saddam and then go into Syria. Get rid of Saddam and then we can go into Syria. And that's exactly what they did, and now they're in Syria. Right. It's not because Assad gassed his own people. No, like that's in not. the middle, middle of the war anyway, and he didn't do it. Right. You know, they're like, and it's not because he jailed people doing graffiti or something. i saying that was part of the script the whole time, because that's what's in Israel's interest. It's not oil. It's not the petrodollar. It's not the Illuminati. It's not the globalists or the Chai comms or the elite or the deep state or any of these euphemisms. You know, it's. Zionists, and they have names, and that's and they wrote the papers for it, and they're constantly lying. I mean, Israel's been attacking Syria all summer long with airstrikes and things. That's an act of war. The fact that that's not on TV is all you need to know. Like if any other country took F-15s and went out and started shooting missiles into another country, that would be considered an act of war and on television. But the Israel does it all the time. And not a single network or newspaper even says it right. inside the United States. It's reported outside and it's reported online. They when they bomb Latakia, and then if there's a reaction, oh, that's in the news. Right Always as soon yeah. as Hamas fires rockets from Gaza, that's all over the news. But all the brutality and children killing and house demolishing—all that—that's not in the news. True. So you gotta see, like, our media is totally, totally bought and paid for there. And on the side of the Israelis. Well, and then and and that's then why they you knew. It.
0: People hear that if you if you speak up like you are now, um, if you don't get censored, uh, they'll label you alt right, white nationalists, uh, anti Semitic, right. all that so great stupid. stuff.
1: Is so dumb. And yeah, if you oppose Israel, you're anti Semitic. Like Israel's not the Jews. It's a state. Israel's a country. A country. I mean, that's yeah. like oh yeah, you hate Asians because you don't like communism in North Korea, because mm-hmm. North Korea is 100 percent Korean. You know, I'm like yeah. uh, I don't think it has anything to do with their ethnic group. I think it has to do with their policies. A Jewish supremacist, which is what Zionism is. I mean, they're ethnically cleansing Palestinians. If the Palestinians were ethnically cleansing Jews, I'd be on on the other team. You know, it's not. Oh gosh, that's so dumb. But a collectivist always thinks like that. Like, oh, you don't like Israel? Why you hate Judaism? <laughs> like, like no, I hate the. I hate shooting kids in the balls and demolishing houses and ethnic cleansing. I mean, that's like saying the colonization of American Indians, like, if you oppose it, it's because you hate white people. It's like, this isn't, first of all, it ain't the whites doing it. It's the state doing it. Right. Right. Lots of whites were not doing it and didn't want to do it. Tried, even heads of state wanted civilization with that back then and stuff, including Ben Franklin. He, you know, I mean, he didn't like the Delaware Indians specifically, but he, he had his allies. We had the French and Indian War with American Indian. Mm-hmm. American Indians fought in every single American war. They're the only other ethnic group other than Europeans to be in all the conflicts. Sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They, they wouldn't
1: allow black troops in the World Wars and stuff, but they used Native Americans because they'd been using Native Americans in American wars from day one, from the the Tuscarora Wars and things they had so Anyway, but... Side thing, but yeah, that's the alt right crap. I, I see them as almost the same as the left, it really horseshoes. And they're really a lot of these like white separatists and stuff are just like Zionists, except there is this the white ethnostate state instead of the Jewish ethnostate state. Sure. I mean, what is the difference ideologically other than the brand? And that, well, there's, there's a religion involved in one, and if you say something
0: bad about it, you're gonna be in trouble, buddy.
1: Okay, sure. Judaism has the extra extra <laughs> issue of uh, religious bigotry on top of the racism. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like there you go. That makes it a little bit worse. And these same
0: people that will call you uh, uh, white nationalists or whatever for
1: saying these things will go around talking shit about all the other religions. I mean, if I was a white, white nationalist, why would I live in a country that doesn't have any white people? Yeah. Yeah, they're like no. a, Japan. Japan is pretty separatist, man. It's ninety nine point nine eight percent Japanese, and then the other majorities are, or minorities are Korean or Chinese. They're not European, right? And uh, I'm already racial mutt, and I have biracial kids, but I'm white nationalist. That's so dumb. I was like, I I mean, I hate all this anti white crap that I see too. Like, I see the only institutional systemic racism I see is towards whites. Like they're being dumped on critical race theory is racist. And it's getting – I think that's a problem. Like you can't criticize the racism toward whites without being accused of being a white racist, which is ridiculous. I mean I criticize feminists too because I just see that as man-hating bullshit. And they say, what, do you not, not like women? I'm like, no, I'm all for equal rights and all that. But that you know goddamn well that's not what that is. True. Right. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone oh, yeah. beyond
0: this the equal rights thing for sure over the last.
1: Oh decade. yeah, it it does, and, and you know, it's weird because it's coming back to bite them in the butt, letting transgender athletes in women's sports and things. And it's Who like, well, you're denying, coming? you're denying, yeah, no, <laughs> biological differences, and there are biological differences, and now you've got men competing with women. And it's not the athletes. All the athletes are like, "Fuck this! This is not unfair." Like they had no delusions about, "Oh, I'm gonna wrestle a man" or whatever. They they knew. It's the people who are like, "Oh no, there's no difference between men and women. It's just they've been held back or whatever." <laughs> Segregation in sports makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it know? does, and it always it, has. I mean, it always has.
1: Yeah, it's okay. It's not superior inferior. It's, there's there's a difference there. There is (laughs) Anybody who says different Is not following
0: the science That's for sure
1: I mean I can think Maybe There's got to be some sport Where the gap is less wide But I think it's anything It doesn't matter Like men have Not only It's not just You can't just correct it with hormone therapy it's not just testosterone i mean they're taller bigger bones faster reaction time like their brain works faster so even ping pong and stuff has to be segregated like it doesn't They they have natural biological advantages on the elite level so like when you get to the very peak you know it matters and even like look at like like running and stuff you're talking about The smallest difference is a huge difference because these races among professionals are being determined by tenths of a second or less. And so, I mean, the shoes could make a difference, you know. And you're going to let a man run with women. It's ridiculous. I'm waiting for some seven-foot guy to just go in the WNBA and just (laughs) dunk on him every play. Alley-oop. Oh, (laughs) you can't jump that high, and I can. Honk, gong, and he could just make 400 points a game. You know, there's just nobody... It's, re- it's so stupid. And recently in California, they had a guy like with a penis going in the women's locker room, taking his clothes off in front of children and stuff. And the women complained, like, this is a man. There's cack and balls right there. And he's showing it to my daughter and these children. And I don't want to see it either. And, and the people there were like, we can't discriminate against transgender. Like, you are enabling the mentally ill. There is no such thing as transgender. It's people playing pretend. You know, you're not a woman just because you want to be. That's not I mean, it's like you can't change your age. You are however old you are. That's it. I mean, <laughs> the only argument there I can think of is if you were in a coma for some number of years and that part of your life was missing and you weren't not even then your body's still going to grow and stuff i just you can't you can't you can't lie about stuff like that and they feel like no if i feel like a woman or a man i'm like no you're just a dude that got plastic surgery and took some hormones well even if you chop your junk off then you're a guy that chopped his junk off you'll never be a woman so do you do you agree that uh like transmorphia is a legit thing though It's a, it's a legit mental disorder. Sure. You know, I mean, it's like, (laughs) I understand uh, that the people probably actually are suffering, like, because they have this attitude of, oh, I was supposed to be X. But the way to fix that is just to fix your attitude. Like, if you're, there's different reasons. Like, oh, I've always felt like a woman. I'm like, well, what's a woman feel like? How do you know? Like, what you're assuming they're supposed to be, this certain way like all male and female is is penis and vagina. You can be however you want to be. You know, you can be as gay or effeminate or whatever, it doesn't matter. You're all of that's male. True. And they feel like, "Nah, I'm I'm supposed to be a girl." Like you can wear makeup and dresses and all that too. But you're still going to have a penis and you're still going to be a man. And it's okay to wear dresses and stuff. Yeah, Kirk that's Co- all Kurt Cobain Chary. did it like all the time. We, yeah. we decided that makeup and what like that's all that's all social stuff. Sure. And so you can do what you want to do with that. Uh what you can't do is pretend to be a woman and then invade in female spaces. Athletics, even prisons. They're like they're putting men yeah, in women's dangerous. prisons and then the guys are raping women with their penis. Right. And, that, and that's I, legit. And that really they're blame. I don't out. blame the mentally ill person, I blame everyone else that's enabling it. Why the fuck would you put a man in a woman's prison? Right. Like the whole, and these liberals are like so scared of the accusation of prejudice that they end up supporting things that are a hundred times more ridiculous. Sure, absolutely. Oh, uh, we got some, <laughs> I mean, some super stuff. chat. I can't believe this shit. Like, I can't believe this has to be explained. Right. You know. Well, and it's and it's it's become. So like like
0: I don't really have problems with transgender people like I'm from California man I I know a lot of them you know what I mean
1: and like I don't care if someone wants to play pretend right. but you got to draw the line on invading female spaces
0: the, the prison thing is ridiculous the 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 athletic the thing is ridiculous and, yeah. and all
1: that's all like if you want to um, change your name and get called her and whatever whatever dude great you know but you're not a girl. Yeah. <laughs> we got some uh we got some super chats ryan uh let's
0: see uh elijah marquez thanks a lot he said top lobster killed it with ryan's portrait the naturalist capitalist uh reed Culverdell said we are ryan Dotson. thanks for risking your channel to have ryan on josh <laughs> <laughs> uh top lobster says we miss ryan in the twitter group chat uh thank you yeah. jackman thank you jackman radio bro i appreciate you he said uh props for having ryan on long live the four horsemen uh, Reed says next four horsemen's on Sunday with Clint from Liberty Lockdown. But eighty two, thank you. And then we got some questions
1: too. Uh, the chair I'm on, it was Clint gave me this chair. That was a donation from from Liberty Lockdown.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Is it the same? Yeah, kind it's of a dragon
1: chair. It's like one of those things you kneel on. You're not sitting on it.
0: Oh, nice. Hell yeah, that's cool. yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, yeah, because I had this stupid chair. I looked like I was sitting on the floor. And uh, yeah, this is better for your back and all that. Like if you're the kind of a job like I do where you're sitting a lot. You know, I, I used to walk and talk, but I can't uh, be on YouTube or anything anymore. So right. I have to sit here and use this, other things. This couch, <laughs> yeah. uh, you think having a couch would be the shit, you know what I mean? But man, my back is fucked. <laughs> it's better than a chair. But yeah, dude, what happens when you sit for a long time is good. it uh, it affects your hamstrings tighten up. Yeah. And then that messes up your lower back. Yeah. And people stretch their back. I'm like, that's not going to matter. Or you need to stretch your hamstrings, but you could just avoid the whole thing by changing chairs (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) I love the couch. It's nice. But yeah, man I noticed uh, I started setting back further because I used to set right up on the edge And then my shoulders and Uh everything were starting to hurt from like slumping down on the laptop
1: So now I'm trying to set
0: back further, but it's still it's still kind of rough Either
1: need to have a table that's higher off the ground that brings your laptop up Yeah, or higher and I'm not I don't Benefit from this at all, but get a dragon chair with two ends that's it's like i'll pick it up and show you if you want like uh it's really good i've been using this and i don't have any uh issues it's like you're kind of sitting on a diagonal chair and then your knees are on another thing
0: oh that's pretty and uh sway work maybe for work that'd
1: be good you should you should you know I'm like any blogger or whatever, like, I'm like evangelist for these chairs, right? <laughs> I should is, sell, find a way to sell them on my site. Oh, no <laughs> shit.
0: This is a whole, a whole ergonomics conversation, man. Uh, Magoo82, thanks a lot for the super chat. Uh, Jake Riley said, yo, Ryan, what's the best uh, food out there in Japan, and
1: what food do you miss from the U.S. that you can't get there? I miss uh, the two foods. They don't have turkey. Isn't that weird? You thought that was just everywhere. Really? Yeah, there's no turkeys in Japan. And it's extremely hard to get bacon. They have, which is weird, because you can get, like, you could eat the stomach of a pig and every other part, the heart, the liver, whatever, and you can get ham. And you get, they call it bacon, but it's just ham cut into rectangles. (laughs) Right. You get know, different parts of the pig taste differently. You can't get proper bacon. That that pisses me off like every day. Yeah, that's rough. Like you think you'd get used to it. You don't. I'm like, where's the goddamn When I go to the U.S., like 50% of my motivation is work. The other 50% is, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a big fucking Reuben or club sandwich or something with bacon. I'm like, sure. oh, yeah, I miss bacon so much. And uh, I kind of miss turkey, like especially around Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. But it's not like I can live without turkey, but. Damn I wish I had a lot bacon. of
0: duck there huh They eat a lot of duck in Japan
1: Duck is good I mean you can That's sort of like So the, the good things because they asked about that You can get duck in the US too but it is sort of like A uh, Secondary meat you know what I mean sure. Like you got to go to a big store or something You can get duck and octopus Here n- No problem And the shrimp here are huge like the crawfish and stuff, ma- major-ass jumbo shrimp and stuff. Very good. Um, and some of the, There's some fruits here that don't exist in the U.S., like yuzu. Um, I love yuzu, I mean, by the way. The, I guess in the U.S., if you go to some weird Asian food store, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the only place
0: things. you can really find that kind of but stuff. But you have
1: someplace. to be in a massive city. See, the cosmopolitan bias doesn't understand. Rural America doesn't have Asian food stores and Whole Foods and all that doesn't exist i know it's funny
0: because i <laughs> we, i make this uh i make this thai uh yellow curry stuff all the time i'm from california right so outside of oakland big city big city stores you can find asian markets everywhere sure and, and then i moved to iowa and i wanted to make this curry and there's like this very specific brand of like curry bouillon that i use and i can't find it anywhere <laughs> like what the
1: fuck right <laughs> you have to get it on um the internet or something yeah uh drywall
0: thanks for the thanks for the 20 super chat man that's really cool uh we have
1: horse meat that's pretty good is that a big thing there that's not a big thing it's uh horse in japan is like duck in the u.s it's like secondary it's available if you want it
0: yeah i know there's some places like uh in some of the nordic countries where it's like like they eat it all the time
1: yeah i'm I mean, uh, I, I love moose and reindeer and all that, too, sure. right? and you really can yeah. only get that in the, in the Nordic countries or Canada yeah. and or like a super big store in California or whatever. Um, we have like ostrich, um, wani, which is alligator, which you can get in the US, too, if you're in like Louisiana or something, but it's not normal. Right. You know what I mean? You're from the South. So right? I enjoy those. I am. Well, I'm from an island, so it's kind of its own cultural zone. But yeah, it's part of North Carolina.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Outlaw Barber, thanks for the super chat. He said, uh, "Ask Ryan if he's ever read the book, The War, Warbur- The Warburgs, by Ron Chernow. Great book, changed my life. Keep up the great content." Cheers.
1: The Warburgs. Yeah, yeah that's one of the families. It's like, why did Rothschilds get all the attention? Right. You know, how about the Warburgs and the Wilfs and there there's a bunch of the 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 Shacklers which are now getting attention, I guess the Sackler family. I always say Shackler for some reason. Um I haven't I don't know if I have let's see. I think I read an e book version of that back in the day. Uh there was one day where I just dove into that. I read like four Michael Piper books in a row. <laughs> it was so good. When I got onto that guy and I got all his books, and I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm digging. It. I'm just gonna read this one." And I just went book to book to book. It was so good, and uh, it's especially Final Judgment Edition six. I was like, "Oh, I can't imagine all the time and effort he did all this before the digital age, like in the paper age, digging up all these facts." He's got some other fucking beast. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Uh, for I have a film on the, that does get into uh, some of what these families were up to called Trump's Sinus Ball and Chain. What's it called? It's called Trump's Sinus Ball and Chain. Yeah. It was originally called God's Not a Real Estate Agent because I was showing <laughs> the corruption in New Jersey in New Jersey, New York, or the Port Authority, and how everybody's like vying for power to take it over because they issue out these giant real estate contracts, and then they pilfer part of that money goes back to israel which goes back to bribing the port authority which goes to getting contracts so it goes in a circle right Correct. and part of what they did was buying up all this property across tuts and river from the world trade centers prior to them being taken down hmm. it, uh, anyway yeah and it's all these same families wow I can't say, I don't want to get your channel banned, but they yeah. have a certain nickname for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Quest Fanning said, but did Clinton give you a hot tub?
1: Who did Clint no. give a hot tub to?
0: Is that a thing? Did that
1: happen? Clint, where's my hot he tub? They don- donated a chair. Yeah, nice. I should hmm. just say, yeah, he gave me two hot tubs. Yeah, I got yeah. two hot tubs. He sent me two hot no, tubs and a sandwich. He's not going to send a hot tub to Japan. God, Do you, you know what that would cost? The freight on that <laughs> is insane. <laughs> Clint's like rolling like some billionaire or something. No, I think I broke the bank on the chair. Clint, Clint, I didn't know he's really going to get a chair. I I jokingly say I need a chair on every show. He actually did it. That's <laughs> so pretty cool, man. That's I pretty, use it every day. Yeah. yeah.
0: Clint's doing great, man. Me and Clint, Clint kind of came up at the same time here in this
1: podcast game. It's been really fun watching him. We had a great interview that touched on all the stuff you can't say, like – Uh, Let's see, let me change the sentence You ever been to Las Vegas? Talked about that thing Um, Talked about this part of 9-11 You're not allowed to talk about Talked about um, The Corona beer Oh sure, sure yeah, yeah. yeah I talked about, about that. I've like, talked that a
0: lot on my on my podcast, and I've been okay. They're all monetized too. It's pretty. Yeah, violent.
1: but what I have to say would push it over. Sure, sure. And sure. um, so we did, we hit all those things, and we like at the end like yeah, it's not going on YouTube, but it went on his like audio podcast. Sure. It's a good one. It's a good interview.
0: <laughs> nice. I'll have to check it out. I didn't I didn't know that he did that. I uh
1: I I'm sad that it wasn't on uh it wasn't on uh I, th- I think YouTube. you should make a video. About the video say hey I did a video with Brian Dawson that you know we can't put on YouTube you can't put on YouTube is too truthy yeah. so it's over here follow the link listen to it instead sure. and that would work yeah sure yeah so you're I mean you're like a uh, pretty
0: pretty knowledgeable about nine eleven and all that stuff man I didn't even realize you had the documentary
1: till recently so oh yeah so I had to I have one that was like free The focus is more on how they erroneously attached the 9-11 propaganda to Iraq. True. Because I felt like, one, that's the most important because we killed thousands of people in Iraq. And we lost thousands of soldiers and we're losing veterans every day. And I felt like the public it's an easier argument to make. Like, they lied. They said Saddam Hussein or Iraqi officials met in Prague and gave anthrax to Muhammad Atta. They did not. And they said there was mobile weapons labs making anthrax, and there were not. And so the notes for anthrax said, death to America, death to Israel. I wonder who wrote them. Right. And James Woolsey and the Israeli security force lied about this meeting. They said they witnessed it. Well, you, you did not, because you can't witness a meeting that didn't take place between two parties that didn't have anthrax. Iraq didn't have anthrax to give. Al-Qaeda didn't have anthrax. And there was no meeting in Prague. But the Israelis said they witnessed this whole thing. James Woolsey, the former CIA director that was Clinton, got blackmailed into appointing by Jeffrey Epstein, comes Shock. in, gives feeds that. Yeah, shocking, right? Gives that information to the Weekly Standard, which is a Zionist outfit made sure. by Robert Kagan and William Crystal. They publish it. These are PNAC people, too. Same Weekly Standard published PNACs, papers, all of them. And... uh and then it ends up in Colin Powell's speech, the mock pile of anthrax. So the legal reason to invade Iraq was they're in violation of UN Resolution 1441 stipulating they couldn't have WMD, specifically anthrax, which was the claim. It didn't have anthrax. So that whole thing. Now, that was all a big lie. But people signed up to join the military to fight Saddam thinking he had something to do with 9-11. Yeah, that does me. Yep. Yeah. And he didn't have anything to do with 9-11. Nobody in Iraq had anything to do with Well, 9-11. I didn't think
0: that and in fact I, I i was on the uss constellation right so this was the battle group that did the majority of the the shock and awe campaign in in iraq mm-hmm. too uh, and i was setting in the we were sitting in the persian gulf when george bush declared war this is actually what made me a libertarian cuz i'm going i signed up thinking it was like uh, i thought it was like pakistanis or saudi nationals via pakistan uh, pa- uh, pa- uh, pakistan that you know, did this shit and I'm like, Why the fuck are we at war with Iraq? What's going on? I was I was literally like jarred because I'm like, We're yeah, Dropping like inv- all this ordinance
1: invading you know? Cambodia after Pearl Harbor. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. I look similar, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just I was flabbergasted. It made no
1: sense. But they, they said uh they officially and like Dick Cheney and stuff, they said, Oh yeah, and he also reconstituted his nuclear weapon program and he didn't. And guess where the Niger forgery and those lies came from? Zionist again. Yeah. Uh, it sees this little cabal that lied to us and they would not admit even after the fact they're like oh yeah george bush is just an idiot and lied about wmds like the people that lied about wmds were louis Leibowitz, richard pearl douglas fife you, you can name them all michael Ledeen go through the list that's the origin of these lies william sapphire and judith miller and da da da, da. none of them were held responsible for any of the Of the BS that they pushed They got all these people killed Spent trillions of dollars Murdered hundreds of thousands of Iraqis Turned you know flattened Fallujah and and so on And it led to Blackwater and torture And Abu Ghraib and just Horrible most horrible things you can do Is war and especially For no reason And there were no consequences politically And this group is hidden and if you say anything About it well you're just anti-spatic Always Always. So, the first film is about the erroneous links to Iraq, and I also kind of bashed the 9/11 Commission. What a joke it was, and how many, how much it was, compromised interests and things like that. And I got into the uh, the dancing Israelis, and I went a little bit into the Saudi funding. But after I made that film, I finally got my Freedom of Information Request back. We had the interrogations of the Israelis and all this more way more information. So I made another film five hours long on the empire mass. It's like, okay, they definitely fucking did it. All these, these six people get five, get arrested. One flees the country, but the five, that got arrested. All of them had different stories about where they were and all this. And, oh, it's just so like, there's no fucking question, you know? And so my theory of the first one, Huh? Where did After, I see that at? You Obviously. view it on my website. I sell that one. Okay. And the reason I sell it is because I, I I, mean, if I was allowed money. to have uh, super chats and all that other, I wouldn't need to sell it. Sure. But I'm like, well, I have to because I got kicked off Vimeo and YouTube and this and this and that. And I never know what my future revenue is going to be. Sure. You know, like I I was set to make like a quarter million dollars on YouTube had I, I been allowed to stay on there. It just, I gotten all over the Epstein stuff since like 2007. And so I was being recognized. I'm like, yeah, go read my forum. We've been talking about this for years. And on Sean Atwood's show with, you know, 700,000 people on there. And so I was getting recognized. My channel was blowing up. So wasn't allowed to monetize and it wasn't allowed to super chat, but I could make it through entropy or whatever. Sure. But it only got like a month of that revenue before they're like, eh, nope, your channel's gone. Jeez. And I was like god damn it. We we're set to clear 100,000 easy uh, Which means way more because they suppress the numbers and everything. Yeah, they take a third
0: of everything you make on Google, too
1: Yeah, well, I was I made zero on Google like I had to go through indirectly but just having the eyeballs on it, right? And it's like YouTube fed into everything else. we were my discord was also deleted So we had like 15,000 on there and it went to zero my Twitter had like 18,000 that got erased and like six <laughs> other ones after that got erased. I can't poke my head above water. Right. So we were looking at like, you can go from like possibly a quarter million dollars down to no dollars. And I had, we had to make PeerTube tube and I had to get another server. Cause Bluehost also shafted me on my own personal website. I even lost my Gmail at one point. They kicked me off of that too. Jesus. Like, I was in the middle of a San Francisco airport. My YouTube was gone. My email was gone. My everything was gone. The only thing I had left was Skype. And Robert and Lakesh, who works for RT now, like writes to me on Skypes. Like they got you, huh, bro? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like what a way to get the news, huh? Yeah, I go, sucks. my channel's gone. I try to check. I tried to mail people about my channel being gone. My mail doesn't work either. It's like what the fuck. And then they went after my website. They killed your took whole that down. Google.
0: The whole Google. it killed my Google, everything.
1: my website, my YouTube, my everything I had.
0: Jesus, dude.
1: And I was in America at the time. I couldn't even deal with it till I got back to Japan. And I had to spend thousands of dollars getting my website back, right. um, getting rid of the malware they put on there themselves, and switching companies and so on. And it's like, good thing I had Skype because Skypes always like like Reed and the Jackmans. We used to talk on Twitter. I get banned. It was 11 days. I got banned on Twitter. Reed makes me a new account. Goes up to, I had 3,000 people within like two weeks or something. Quick, yeah. And they got rid of that in 12 days. Yeah, it was
0: it was crazy because I was talking to Reed. I was like, hey, man, uh, I don't really know how I'm going to get a hold of Ryan here. He's like, oh,
1: oh Skype, man. You got to get a hold of him on Skype. I was yeah. like, all right, cool. Got to do Skype. Yeah. They're like, why are you on Skype? I'm like, because they don't ban you. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I'll get banned on everything else. Uh, even discord has been banned, you know, I have not been banned on telegram knock on wood Yet and that one seems to be alright, but I'm like my skype list is so long already I'm not switching and having two things. You know what I mean? Sure. I like, just get Skype I'll be the only person on it So, you know if I want to get hold of Ryan just Skype him because I check it every day yeah. all the time so uh Outlaw barber <laughs> Outlaw barber says
0: that do, do, do you know anything on satanic bloodlines
1: you talking about gingers? I don't that Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that stuff is like, I'm not, not religious. So yeah. what, you know, people, people are. And so when they say that, these mean really evil people. They're not actually satanic. And there's a, it's confusing too. Cause there's another, there's like an atheist, um, kind of mockery of religion called satanism. They don't really believe in Satan. They just believe in, like, doing the opposite of the Bible. Right, right. That was the same
0: Anton LaVey who uh, founded that in, in San Francisco, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, devil-worshipping is people that, that is different than Satanists. That's people who actually, like, are totally hedonistic and psychopathic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think most of that is just people have problems with certain Christians, and it's always Christianity, that uh, have problems with Sexual li- liberation, or whatever, They're like, oh, you're saying I can't have sex till marriage, or whatever. You're too strict, and just out of a sense of rebellion, they they reject everything else in the religion too, just because of that one thing, and be like, well, I'll I worship the devil. I'm like, you do not want to. Be- if you really <laughs> thought the devil was real, there's no way you would follow that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like- we we hate the Antichrist on this show. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, let's see Henry uh, Kissinger
0: you're talking about <laughs> Yeah, That's one uh, fly, says, great show, I'll have to check out Ryan's documentary Thank you for that $20 super chat Russell Williams, uh, huge super chat Thank you sir, he said, it's not a US Native American issue But does Ryan have any insight On the residential schools in Canada Are there similar schools or institutions That should be looked at in the US
1: Yeah, I'm glad Or I'm kind of uh, Perplexed at why this is suddenly news like, this is not new. When uh, I actually worked with... I worked with the Mattapanai and Pamunkey Chiefs in Virginia and the Vital Powers back in, like, 2004 or 5. And, and so did my professor of anthropology from College of William & Mary. He's probably passed away now because he was, like, 80 back then. But um, both Chiefs were in their hundreds. They each lived to be, like, 105. They both they passed away within five days of one another. Uh, I was actually at a protest in colonial Williamsburg (laughs) against the Iraq war when it happened. But um, the boarding school issue. Okay. So both in Canada and the U S natives were sent to boarding schools to like Westernize savages or whatever, cut their hair, put them in Western clothing, whatever. But that, that's not really what was going on. Like they didn't want, it was a threat. Just their existence was a threat to the whole system because people realized, like, wait, you mean there's a place I can live that doesn't have taxes, that doesn't have like, all these things that we, we think you, are inevitable? And because that was a threat to the monarchies. Like once the Americans started living with Native Americans they didn't have kings or monarchs or any of that, like, oh, yeah, we can have a confederation and articles of confederation are almost identical to the iroquois confederation true sure. i mean they even used iroquois symbols on the continental dollar and they had native american advisors in freedom hall in pennsylvania i mean our own origins owe a lot to native american theology and and, and not theology. <laughs> <laughs> well a little bit sure. i meant to say um philosophy and um Also, too, we we had republics in the past in Greece and Rome and things, but not like this, because there's a huge difference in the Greek republics and the American republics. The American republic was not focused on upholding voting or whatever. The main point of having a republican system with a small r in the U.S. was maximizing liberty. And that's very different. And that's what natives believe too, that maximize liberty. And so if it doesn't do that, and I, there was somebody, I won't say his name, but he had this stupid ideology, like anarchotropism or something, where, oh, yeah, well, if the state makes more money, money's power. So you're increasing the power of the state. It's like, no, nah. if the state makes more money because of an exchange of allowing more liberty, then they have less power. Right. Right, So I was like, oh, the state made more revenue when they legalized marijuana. I'm like, you're forgetting the part of everyone can smoke marijuana. That's increased, even, you know, it's recreational. That increases your liberty. Like the state has to give up power to increase the liberty of the public. That's not an increase of the state. And the republic is supposed to be focused on that. And so we owe a lot to our founding fathers and the American Indians. They all did that together. Uh, the boarding school system comes way after that. This, this, this is post-Lincoln. So after Lincoln, the view of American Indians dramatically changed. They were just savages. It was like the Spanish model. We got to go kill them all and replace them. True. And they built, built the railroads out like California, and they went on a huge campaign of killing Indians. General Grant, who became president, is the one that destroyed Kobancheria, which was this a huge. It was like almost all of Texas, part of Oklahoma, part of Kansas, part of part of Arizona, was all in New Mexico. Was all Comanche and Grant, and they're just like, oh, we can't. They're Indian, you know. They're not even Christian. We can kill them, kill the buffalo, spread diseases, shoot them, whatever. And they just went on a total campaign of genocide. And so it's, it's with this, and then they had the Dawes Act and just Crimes Act and these things that just destroy the quote-unquote savage, which, by the way, in early writings was not derogatory. Savage meant savvy, like he lives off the land, and there was a lot of Northern Europe was the same way. True. Savvy. Anyway, and they said the same shit about Vikings and stuff, like, he's bloodthirsty, savage. like, yeah, in war. They don't act like that all day. Right. (laughs) I know people always
0: think that about Vikings, and then I I read some stuff about Vikings recently. It was like, man, these guys were like, like real big family men, and like it was completely yeah. different than what they've it's, been portrayed yeah. as.
1: And that that stupid TV show that's got female Vikings that is total BS, sure. Like it's, it's, they didn't, uh, but anyway, the boarding school system comes with the reservation system that Lincoln and Grant started, you know, putting everybody on reservations. And there, you know, there had been bad Indian policy before, like Andrew Jackson was pretty horrible, but. We had not been like that the whole time. And uh, I shouldn't say we. I should say the United States, wherever. They start sending them to schools to say, we're going to civilize these savages. We're so much better, even though they live longer than we do, and they seem to be happier than we do. And there's, we are always leaving to go live with them. They never leave to come live with us, but whatever. Um, and these schools were horrible. And about 25% of the children sent to boarding school never came home. Couldn't speak their native language because they wouldn't let them. They would beat them and and punish them if they did, and uh, they just abuse these children. And I want to point out they abuse the white children too. These religious schools and stuff, these state schools, these boarding schools. It's a the kid lives there, so they can't go home. Right. So imagine how bad public school would be if you just if left they them knew there. you couldn't go home. Yeah. They don't treat you a certain way because they know at three o'clock you can go home and tell your parents or whatever about it. Right. So other than kill, you know. So if they got total control of you and your parents can't even understand the language they they really was worse for the native kids. And um, about a quarter of them died. And that was like the admitted estimate. So it's probably more. And it was worse in the U.S. than it was in Canada, but it was pretty bad. So what I was saying in my older story, back in 2004, we discovered mass graves at boarding schools. People can Google that, and it's. I guess it should be in Google. Whatever. We we're we knew. I mean, that was not a secret. It's, we've known about the, the Indian boarding school deaths, and uh, Canada too. It's just recently they found it was like up to. It's over a thousand now. It was seven hundred and fifty-one the other day. I saw a meme. It was like almost eleven 1, hundred or something. But I didn't, it's a meme, so whatever. Shouldn't be any. Well let's say let's take the conservative number of 750 uh bodies masquerade or skeletons you know you're gonna find a lot more than that because they put everybody on there and if a fourth of them died you're gonna go well way past that number well they've only looked at a few schools and you got thousands to go and you haven't really looked in the american schools yet you're gonna find out like this was genocide like they Grab people away from their parents and they put them in a death camp pretty much under the guise of education. You know, and it's like, well, you're going to give the state full control. This isn't a a, most all boarding schools are private schools now. Right. Can you imagine a public boarding school? How bad people would be abused? Like you want to give the state control of your children? Yeah, that'd be ugly. Ugly. Yeah, Yeah, it is. But this is not like a white Indian thing. This is a government thing. And they did it to their own um, citizens too. Sure. So sure. you know.
0: Well right, we're getting to the end of the uh the, the initial live stream here. Do you wanna tell where can people help you find you support you at, man?
1: My website. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I have a telegram I have VK. So like V, like vampire K like King, VK.com. I think my name's Ryan Dawson or Ryan Dawson's one of those. It's got my picture on it. You'll be able to find it pretty easy. That's like the replacement for Facebook. I have Telegram, which is like the replacement for uh Twitter or something. And um all the links to all that stuff is on A and C report. We have a podcast on Anchor for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah, we want on Spotify, which I know is not gonna last. And I had a backup YouTube channel called Reina Kawa. That's R E N A. Like the Japanese yeah, way. Is that still up? Reina. It got a strike the other day, uh-huh. so I can't post anything on it. Yeah. So, but we have a different video site. I have Odyssey. I, it looks like I'll be using that now that they take dollars as of yep. today. I have over two thousand videos on Odyssey. Yeah. If so you if you, if you reach one, out to
0: Jeremy Kaufman or uh, or Drew, uh, how Hancock? Well, I can I can do it for you. Um, they're on Twitter. You see, yeah.
1: this is what I don't understand. I'm like you're on your Odyssey. You're all the anti censorship thing. And you're like, yeah, just contact me on twitter yeah or facebook <laughs> well
0: i can reach out to them and uh because they they just put me on the u.s dollar system over there at, at odyssey and that's new that's a brand new thing for them now too so
1: get those motherfuckers on skype it's like dude why the fuck are you on twitter like reach me on gab i'd understand but on twitter half your customers can't use twitter
0: right right and that's true uh,
1: yeah that's true man. and i'm like i was banned on coinbase back in like 2012 when you're on bitcoin i'm like dude i was I knew about Bitcoin before Adam Kokesh knew about Bitcoin. I knew about it. It didn't matter, and I had Bitcoin, and they're all just sitting there because I'm I was banned from the exchange, and they're like, "Well, I get a hard wallet. and like that didn't exist at the time. Yeah, how the fuck do you get banned from Coinbase, dude? That's wild. They banned Lana and uh, and Hendrik from Red Ice too. You know, they're they're like accused of some pretty silly opinions or whatever i don't know if they're true or not so but that shouldn't matter no you know what i mean like that's your money it's basically a bank like it's not you can't ban someone for their political opinions but yet you can
0: yeah it's insane
1: but yeah i got banned on coinbase and it's because i criticize israel right you know i'm like there's a lot of people that criticize israel but they tend to limit it just to palestine right so, I mean, there's like Mondo Weiss, who's great, you know, Gideon Livy, who's great. There's the um, Allison Weir, who's great. There's, all, there's people that are like really good on the Palestine issue. Max Blumenthal is another good one, True. stellar. But they do not expand that to Iraq or Syria and the, the whole picture, and I do. And that's dangerous information. So, and I also go through the history, the patria, the liberty, the line affair, all that. I know it inside and out. And, um, that nuclear theft, you know, sure. and that'll get you banned.
0: It's wild, man. What's the website people can find you at?
1: ANC, like anti-neocon, ANC com, And there's a podcast I did yesterday on Operation Susanna slash Levon Affair, um, about 25% of it's on that the other 75 was going all over the map because there were two people interviewing me true and I think it was more of like a funny show so I was like oh we're not being serious okay I <laughs> will <that'll>
0: do <laughs> yeah. nice nice well man uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on dude I, I think you're doing great work and of course it's they're gonna keep trying to kick you off everywhere I think more podcasters should just have you on uh, to, you gotta to have
1: it. that Ron Paul poster in the description, like where to get that. I, I will. Product. I'll, do, I'll drop. I'll drop
0: it on there. I think I. I can't remember exactly where I got it, but I I'm gonna I give you this. a
1: link to one of these chairs.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. I'll put it. In, I'll put it in the it, chat.
1: And it's like it's good for health. <laughs> uh,
0: but we're going to do, we're going to do an exclusive stream here. Uh, as soon as this one's over, you guys can only get to that live exclusive stream by becoming a member of the channel. Trust me, you're going to want to hear it. We're going to talk about John McAfee in there. So you're going to want to hear this stuff. Uh, and then if you don't want to join the Google, you can join Patreon or subscribe star by hitting backslash, uh, or just forward slash, uh, break the cycle JS, um, and get that content uploaded tomorrow. Yeah, I got morning.
1: kicked off Patreon too.
0: What about Subscribestar? Have you tried that one yet? I got
1: kicked off Patreon, and they took all my money. I'm like, why do I need Patreon or Subscribestar? I can build that myself, sure. and I did. Sure. So I have memberships on A&C Report where I keep the money. Why do I have to give 20% to some middleman? right? That's all. This is a glorified middleman. And I'll tell you, if you'd like us to build you a membership thing so you don't have to use Patreon and Subscribestar and you can have 100% of your money, we can do that for you. That'd be pretty cool,
0: man. That's definitely something, something we're going to talk about offline here.
1: Just, just, hey, anybody listening, you just email Ricky, like R-I-C-K-Y, Ricky at A&C Report.com and say, I want to replace my Patreon with a, my own paywall. Okay. And negotiate with him and he'll set it up.
0: Sounds good, man. Well, I appreciate you. I'll see you here in just a couple minutes for the exclusive stream, brother. All
1: right, man. All right, man.
0: All right, guys, another awesome episode. I can't tell you to go follow him because it's very hard to find him, but he told you where you can find him at. Uh, Definitely check out the website, man, because now I have to go watch that documentary. I wish I would have watched it before our show, Um, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Five hours, I'm sure it's going to be based and fire. Guys, check out our sponsors at Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout. Uh, Also, TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, where you can get this awesome custom Break the Cycle hoodie I'm wearing tonight or this great custom Break the Cycle pillow that I have on the couch for all the couch streams. Uh, Check that stuff out, man. And if you become a patron or a member of the channel or a subscribe star, you also get his designs two weeks early uh, at like a 30% discount in the Discord. So... um, Check it out. And then, of course, at theplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Uh, they're doing a wonderful job that the government sucks at for a much cheaper price and much more efficiently. Please see what they can do for your home, business, or personal life today. Uh, coming up on the show tomorrow, I have uh, New York Times best selling author Carol Roth talking about her new book, The War on Small Business, that I will be trying to finish tonight and tomorrow morning. Uh, she is amazing. And she has big hair and doesn't care. I'm super stoked to have her on. I can't wait. And then Friday, I'm going to have one of my mentors, uh, one of my great friends, Mr. Larry Sharp, on the show. On Friday, we're going to talk all things New York with that awesome New York accent. Uh, Talk about the Sharp way, what's next for Mr. Larry Sharp. And uh, he's a great guy, so definitely check that out. I will see you guys tomorrow. Listen, join the channel membership find the stream i'm about to create it's already created just look at the after hour stream uh, for ryan Doss. we're going to talk about important stuff don't miss it i will see you tomorrow if you do not but until then don't forget to break the cycle
1: to explain the lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse in the frame but i just landed in minecraft the helicopter part was not reference to gta 5 and the things you do so any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just landed in minecraft chipper is my friend and he's constantly cold accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just it in Minecraft Obviously, I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You know, nothing, I mean, you know it Don't try to finish, cause close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm a poet In Minecraft, in Minecraft